In the summer of 2003, a strange humanoid creature that was thought to be nothing more than an old tale was sighted in northeastern America. After an initial media frenzy, there was a news blackout and almost all of the accounts of the story were kept from the public. The only stories that were told were those that circulated online by the people affected. One in particular was especially unsettling. On the 4th of July 2003, Sue, her husband Bob and their daughter Clara were asleep in their home in North America. At around 4am, Sue woke up to find something sat at the foot of a bed. Initially, she thought it was a stray animal, however, when the creature moved and she saw its full appearance, she realised that this was no animal that she had ever seen before, and it did not belong in her house. After waking her husband, it fled from the room and down the hall, heading straight for their daughter's room. They chased it and entered the room, and as they turned on the lights, they saw the creature standing over and watching Clara. After turning and looking them dead in the eye, the ravaged creature ran down the stairs and disappeared into the night. Sue and Bob rushed over to their daughter, but she'd been attacked. She looked to her parents and said, he's the rake. They rushed her to the hospital, but en route, the father lost control of the car and it plunged into the lake. Him and Clara were killed, but Sue managed to escape. After these tragic events, Sue became convinced that the rake was somehow responsible for her family's death and would not stop until she found out what was in her home that night. She was astonished to find so many people had been affected by similar stories of a dog-like humanoid who had entered their homes. Sue decided to set up a recorder beside her bed to see if the rake returned when she was sleeping. She did this for many weeks, but nothing significant was called. Then one night, she heard a voice that sounded strangely familiar. It came to her that this was the same sound she subconsciously heard that woke her up on that fateful night when the rake first entered her family's house. It seemed the rake had returned one more time. Sue did not see the rake that night and has not been visited since, but is convinced the rake is responsible for ruining her life and lives in fear of waking up only to see it has returned. Welcome to the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast with Ryan, Larry, Joshua, and the Aluma Mommy herself, Miss April. And on today's episode, ladies and gentlemen, the rake. Here we are in the Shoop Podcast Kitchen. Once again, me, Larry, Josh, uh, April. Oh, shit. Sorry. Sorry, guy. Feels a little empty here, though. It does. We're missing our furry friend. We are. And I want to say that uh, during the last episode, you might have heard our furry friend jump on the table and (laughs) Mm -hmm. try to do... A little on the spot audio engineering. But um unfortunately we're sending a big RIP to Mr. Chewy in heaven. Sadly, he passed this last week. Damn it, Chewy. Yeah, we're watching the cat right now. Oh, it has opened up the, its own treat cabinet. Yep. That's our cat. All your time waiting for that second chance. <sighs> and let's see what he's going for. Yep, there it is. He's going for the juice. Oh! <laughs> There's always some reason. 
Nope, that's not it. How about that one? Nope, same thing. <laughs> See, we want we want snack things. This cat is insane. It's <laughs> true. Now he's climbing actually physically inside the cabinet. And this is not our, our bottom cabinet. These are like our so, upper cabinets. And he's buff. on the top shelf. In the arms of the angel. Oh, God. <laughs> he got him. He got a tree bag. <laughs> he earned those. Wow. update. Chewie threw, dropped the treats from the top of the cabinet to the floor. He then went down to the floor, grabbed him, and pranced away up to the upstairs with the other cat following right behind him. <laughs> it's a heist. It is. So, our little furry buddy passed, and uh, we just wanted to do a little quick thing for him because we we don't just tag a mascot into here with like nothing. There are there are qualifications to be the Beer City Media mascot, and by God, he had them all. Yeah, he did. Rest in peace, little furry buddy. Love you, buddy. All right, so. How about we talk about the worst nightmare you have ever had? <laughs> you mean putting your cat down? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Nah, that sucks. <laughs> Naughty Larry. Naughty Larry. Oh. Um, no. Uh, has anybody ever had a like a, a bad nightmare? Like oh, they've woken up. Oh yeah, I get. I've had frightmares. Okay, I think we covered this in the. Sleep paralysis. Yeah, yeah no. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. I've graduated. <laughs> so I actually have a nightmare that I still vividly remember from when I was about four years old. Really? Wow. Tell us. Well, he's at a Catholic church. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they all start. Uh, it, it, I, I, I want to say I was like four years old and it was Christmas Eve and. My nightmare was like think of uh think like the world of like Dick Tracy. Okay. You got your like old school uh what like was that film noir. Yeah, yeah, like film noir type 1940s. thing. 1940s. Yeah, perfect. And it was in black and white even coincidentally. Wow. Because mm-hmm. you were so poor you couldn't afford color dreams. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh in my dream there was a uh a, an old phone booth and there was the the phone was like dangling because back then, of course, they had phone booths, a phones, and phones had wires that are connected. <laughs> That's scary in itself, right? But there was uh, some police uh, cruisers around, and they were looking at this crime scene, and in it they said, "Where's the body?" And then all of a sudden, it like it shot to this this bedroom where there's I. There was a body laying in bed, 
and it shot up and it like went over to the window. There was no head. It was a woman and she like went to look like her body like went to the window to look out and then someone came up behind her and kicked her through the window wow. and then there was like I, I'll never forget this like like duh, and then that woke me up oh and nice. I was it scared the shit out of me I, I was up the rest all the night that kind of creeped me out too just right? hearing that April do you have a nightmare I have it's actually a recurring nightmare Mm-mm. um and I it's one of those things where like subconsciously in my conscious mind I'm I start having the dream I'm like oh fuck not this shit again um I have a dream where it's just like white nothingness it's just like blank space and um and i started having this dream when i was like middle of elementary school maybe third or fourth grade and back then it was like the late 90s when all like the um 70s stuff was coming back into style like hippie yeah right that was my nightmare was like biscuit (laughs) but it was all about like lisa frank and like butterflies and bell bottoms and smiley faces and what i dreamt was in in this and i still have this dream i've had this i think the last time i had this dream was maybe six or seven months ago oh wow um and on my blank nothingness a big yellow smiley face comes in and i can't it's hard to tell like the the size of it because i'm not like present in the dream it's like i'm watching a movie great you're being haunted by an emoji yeah pretty much (laughs) that's what kids these days would call them as emojis so this big smiley face comes in and it's like and i get this a very i I feel really good and i'm feeling happy and like woo yeah it's i'm i'm enjoying whatever is happening here and then all of a sudden off to the side i feel i see a green poop emoji (laughs) yeah and it shits on everything (laughs) Um, I see a green like angry face emoji like it's got the furrowed brows and the oh. little like zigzag mouth uh-huh. and it comes in like off to the side it sort of comes into my perspective and starts shooting the happy smiley face and like not just like pew pew it's like super graphic blood everywhere chunks flying off his head and like yeah and it goes on until he's dead and then he's covered in blood and the green one's covered in blood and then i wake up wow and the i think it's the feeling of like feeling so elated at the beginning of the dream and then just like oh god what (laughs) and i wake up and i'm just shitting bricks because it's terrifying i would say so yeah wow (sighs) two super scary ones yeah emojis girls with no head larry what are your nightmares i have the same one the same one that frightmare that wakes me up every i still get it to this day and it's that i am sleeping or that i'm laying in bed and i can see lightning flashing and it's getting more intense and more intense and I physically feel like static electricity in my body, mm-hmm. and then bam, the biggest, loudest, like lightning hits the house, house or something, and yeah. the thunder, and that's when I wake up. Mm. And it's so intense and real. It's like my heart's going. Yeah, that could be the cheeseburgers, but still, we'll blame it on the dream. It's fine. bacon double cheeseburger. Oh, dude, you speaking my language? Oh, yeah some blue cheese on that so rather than telling you a nightmare that i've had because i've had differentiating nightmares mm-hmm. i can't nail it down to one thing there's a persona for excuse me sir 
Where's the I'm not slurring, I'm not, need it? I'm not slurring yet. I'll get there. So there's keep listening. A, there's a recent nightmare that I just just had, and it got me. And I don't know if it's because I'm going through kind of a stressful time right now that I'm mm-hmm. I'm having more probably intense dreams. Mm-hmm. But anyway, in this particular nightmare. Um, it started where I woke up and I looked down the hallway. Now, I didn't wake up per se, but I was in the dream. I was looking down my hallway and I had left a light on. Now, I don't know if anybody, a listener, or maybe somebody out there has seen the movie Lights Out, but I spend almost every single night watching horror movies because they're therapeutic for me. I just like them. I drink. I watch horror <laughs> movies. It's fun. Or I play Zelda and now I watch horror movies and drink. So... And in no particular order. Not (laughs) every night, though. I promise I'm not that bad. So anyway, I see this figure at the end of the hall. It looks like a little girl. Now, I've had issues with my middle child where I'll wake up and a lot of times she's just standing there and not doing anything and she'll just be staring at us. And then before you know it, she's like, I woke up (laughs) like... (laughs) I woke up. I want cartoons. Is there nothing scarier, though, than seeing than waking up and your kid is just standing there? Oh, I'm sure. Seriously, Garrett does that all the time, except for when he comes into our room. Of course, he doesn't wake Josh up because he doesn't dare wake up dad. He comes and he gets like a foot away from my face and goes, April, I'm awake. And I'm like, what? God damn. What the shit? Like, yeah. Like so, I, there are like a thousand different ways to wake me up that would be less scary than that, and so, that's the one you choose. So you know my nightmare yes, was scary. That's terrifying. So I look down the hallway and I see a little kid, but it's not mine. Uh-oh. And then it takes off running, and it hits a point where it goes into the darkness and morphs, and then jumps onto my bed, and I can't make out what it is. And I kicked, like I woke up out of my dream and went, "Yeah!" <laughs> I might kick my foot up. And I literally woke up and did that. Like I screamed Whoa. out loud. Yeah. Wow. Well, all right then. And my the dog cat was plastered against the wall. <laughs> cat was like, <laughs> it's like a cartoon. Hit the wall. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Dad. I won't charge at you again. No. Yeah. That, so that was that was my most recent like holy <sighs> shit dream scariness and yeah, it messed me up a little bit. I, I couldn't get back to sleep for a little while. I. Did a couple of rolls and scratched my back and farted probably two or three times. Mm-hmm. And walked, walked around, kind of let my guts air out, and you know made myself happy. So anyway, scale. How scary are nightmare creatures? Well, how scared of you? How? I guess this is going to be pretty high for everybody because all nightmares. Are generally scary, but the the things that you see, like your emojis, mm-hmm. don't send April an emoji. No, she's nope. not prepared. Don't do it, especially a green one, especially that Columbine emoji. <laughs> right. God, Dylan Klebold yep. emoji yep. Just, just going around. It's just a, yep. it's a green face with wearing a trench coat. Yep. So, Colum- Columbine's coming down the road. So if you show. send her an emoji of the vomiting, considering it's green, that's yep. probably not good. Mm-hmm. Josh, uh, well, of, of course it's going to be high, because the thing is, is when you are in a dream, most of the time you have no control of what's going on, and I'm the type of person I like to have control mm. of what I'm doing. It's why I don't like to get really drunk okay. anymore, because I hate losing control. So, yeah, I mean, it's a manifestation of the, your worst 
nightmares, obviously. So yeah, I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a, at least a nine. Yeah, I would give it a ten, but I mean, it's still just a dream. You're gonna mm-hmm. wake up. There's from always it. that m- refrain after you right. wake up and you go, "Ha ha, Freddy, you're fake." <laughs> yeah. So and he's like, "I'll get you again." <laughs> he fans his fingernail. Yep. Cheers. April? Um, Boy, I'd give this one a seven, I think, right because it is scary, but I... Once you wake up and you're... Because even when you do wake up and you have that five minutes of still, like, paralyzing fear of, mm-hmm. like, cold sweats and heart racing, like, that's scary. And then you're always sort of half awake and you... Then you're like, oh, Jesus, did I just see something? Did someone say my name? Like, that type of well, thing. Well, I'm up, I make a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> right? Oh, um, yeah. But I don't know, because it's not real and because it's um, there's just a figment of your imagination. But I do agree with Josh. It is scary to not be able to control what you're dreaming about. But I, you know, again, th- I think we talked about it in the sleep paralysis, um, yeah. lucid dreaming, where yes. you can, where you, like, train you yourself can. to take control of your dreams. You can. Um, right. But yeah, I'd say a, a solid seven. <sighs> Nine, seven, Larry. Oh, boy, scariest dream. Um, <laughs> the thing is, I don't dream of creatures attacking me. It's like nature. So that's yeah. it's very realistic. Mm-hmm. It's very primordial. That, yeah, that word, sure. Um, <laughs> primordial. Primordial. What's going on the soundboard? Anyways. It's caveman. So for me, it's very, it's, it's, it's an eight. Uh. Because it's so realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I would say for nightmares, for me, I'd give it a nine. I am <clears throat> I have really ha- high anxiety. And anybody out there who's listening knows that when you have a bad dream, like it can ruin your, your mental state mm-hmm. in your day. Yeah. No, I was I thought about this dream happened about three nights ago. So wow. uh, it stayed with me. And like I really thought that there was a little girl mutant rake like creature, which we are about to get into. Hold on to your butts, ladies and gentlemen, because I got some info for you. So do hate rake. Josh, can I hold on to your butt? Now yeah. the rake girl or the rake creature is pretty terrifying, but you know what's not terrifying? Oh boy. Dem hoes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll deal with them as they come. <laughs> <laughs> the rake is actually based on a creepypasta. Oh, crazy. Now, oh, that might throw you. all its legitimacy out for you, but... Oh, for sure. But... But? That started after a lot of reports about this creature that went through, and we're going to chronicle all of these times that people saw creatures that came in the night, and they all have similar stories of the like of this creature we call the rake. Now... I was a little on the fence about doing this because we did do a Slender Man episode. Now, granted, it was one of our earlier episodes, and I liked that, but doing a cryptid corner on an ep- on a creature like the Rake, I thought after looking at enough images, kind of dissecting a bit of the material online, I could see that this was its own kind of kit and caboodle. Um, if I had to, without reading any of my notes that I have pre-prepared here, if I had to kind of break down a description of what this thing looks like. Now, the Slender Man is this tall, lanky creature with long arms, and he's pure white. Now, no eyes, no real face contouring, just a suit and white. And that's creepy, but I feel like the rake takes the cake when it comes to, like, looks. Nice rhyme. 
Now, the rake has got an almost gray alien-like top top half, but then its hindquarters are usually kind of animalistic, the legs, but then what's really crazy is it has these incredibly long fingers that that are just long and kind of out in front and usually... <laughs> If he painted his fingernails, I might get a little less scared, but and oh, yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it's got a bit of that a that looks straight out of uh, uh, Resident Evil, yeah, yeah. The Josh showed a picture, yeah. This and we'll post it when the episode comes out, of course, I, probably this, not, but yes, this I do. This is a picture, I think a lot of people have seen this picture mm-hmm. at some point or another in their internet travels. There's also um, a short film that will I that for sure I'll post this. It's actually really well done. It's a student film. Larry, I always listen to the episode. I always make sure I post. It. I love you, Ryan. Okay, so we're gonna get into some info because, um, like I said, this this creature feeds a bit into our sleep paralysis and also Slenderman episodes. Yeah. And the two bear similar looks. There's there's a lot of artist renditions. There's also a lot of what looks like footage because there's haunted spots in this America that we call home. So it's according to according to creepypasta.wikia.com slash wiki slash the rake during the summer of 2003 events in the northeastern United States involving a strange human-like creature sparked brief local media interest before an apparent blackout was enacted. Little or no information was left intact, as most online and written accounts of the creature were mysteriously destroyed. This creature was primarily set in rural... (laughs) What was that? Oh, God. It's like constipated grandma burp. (laughs) God damn it, Marty. I'm trying to tell a serious, scary story here. All right, so... This was focused in New York State and actually once found in Idaho... If he likes potatoes. Really? Potatoes or gratin? Potato. Favorite potatoes. Oh. Garlic mashed. And I, I swear, hand to God, I make the best mar- garlic mashed potatoes. All right. Mm. Well, we're, all going to, we're all going to Larry's. Yep. We'll do it for like a family. How about a let, pod family Thanksgiving? Josh, you know, we were talking about that literally the other day. And I... <laughs> <laughs> and this is how you know I've lived with him too long. It's because I went, hey, so if we had like a like pod family Thanksgiving and like everyone brought a dish to pass and everything, would we call it a a pod luck? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I know two things. Oh, Josh is making the lasagna and you're making the potatoes. For sure. And I'm going to heat up some chicken nuggets from. <laughs> oh, Lord. Come on. You, you can cook, can't you? Really? Good lord! I'd have to figure it out. I'd have to find something I'm good Pick at. Pick up some Papa Murphy's. No, I'm not. I'm <laughs> right? not judging. I just it's like wow. I just assumed you knew how to cook. I'm a sad man <laughs> living in a sad shell. You know what? He's the, the thin, the thin one of the dudes here. So it's not surprising I know how to cook. <laughs> yeah, which reminds me of a something my grandma told me a long a long time ago, which made no sense to me even then. She said, "Never trust." A chubby chef. I'm like, the fuck? That's the opposite of what I would think. Yeah. Yeah, don't trust a skinny chef, yeah. man. So continuing on. Continuing. Good. Okay. 
I'll let Unless you go. want to talk about sta- potatoes. I do. Because we just got my post potatoes. on that word. April. Oh, a good, like, skin on home fry. Oh, yeah. Could see that. I would say there's I love potatoes, obviously, <laughs> but I, I just can't pass up a good plate of uh, seasoned potato wedges. Okay, yeah, mm. American wow. fries with onions on them. Oh, nice. I will not pass up a good baked potato bar though. Oh, oh yeah, true. And that's true. been your that's been your potato minute. <laughs> potato from the conspiracy <laughs> therapy podcast. All right, so. Now, like I said, it was focused in New York. There were some people in Ohio. Self-proclaimed witnesses told stories of their encounters with a creature of unknown origin. Emotions ranged from extremely traumatic levels of fright and discomfort to an almost childlike sense of playfulness and curiosity. Now, if you guys looked over and you saw this creature in your room, would you get curious and be playful? Or would you be alarmed and grab your... My wiener? Your... If you grab your <laughs> if you grab your wiener, that might be an, an undiagnosed case of something that you have. But well, what, what would you? Okay, figuratively, you look over gang rake. <laughs> you look over, and this creature is in your room. We all looked at the creature. What would you do? I'm so skeptical. I'd probably check it out. But hey, man, hey, man, you doing meth in here? Who this? <laughs> Get loud. Yeah. Make yourself Yo, a, bitch. Appear bigger. <laughs> This ain't the porn cinema. Get out of here. You got weird long fingernails. Get, get out. You get. Get, yeah, get out of here, creator. Get. I said get. Get out of here. Get long, beautiful hair. Shout out to episode one. I don't know, I'm just I'd, curious. I'd what? probably grab April's boob and throw a pillow at it. <laughs> it's like, April's like, are we, gonna what, ha- are we having sex at 2 a.m. or is the rake here? <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> so anyway, it's, you it's, want me it's, a, it's a comfort thing, <laughs> right? Is it really? I get it. You know, you got to check the firmness real quick and just make sure she's okay yep. in the night. Some, so some kids have their blankie has his booby. Yep. Hi. Not in the weird way, though. Let's just clarify. <laughs> so anyway. Um, <laughs> while there are per- there were published versions that are no longer on record, the memories remain powerful. So supposedly there were actually news reports. And if you look this up, people are talking about like encounters with this creature who they think are either is either a wild animal or some kind of like weird kind of melon head slash gray alien slash long fingered weird creature. So anyway, can I just quick interject? Does anyone remember from back in like the like two, 2005, 2006. Does anyone remember Salad Fingers? Oh, God. No. That that creeped me he, out. When I looked at the picture, he reminds me a lot of Salad Fingers. It was a bunch of like animated videos that was on YouTube. Okay. Um, I must have missed that. Yeah. You're they're not. And they're really fucking creepy. No, I'm going to go look it up. Yep. We'll post those too. No, why not? I'm going to tag Larry in all of these yep. posts so he knows they <laughs> happened. Perfect. The guy wearing a New World Order shirt with a fucking new, new, mohawk. New, new, new. <laughs> I changed my look up. I, think I, I like it. I you. fucking love nice. it. Where's your I'm mohawk, telling, Ryan? I'm, I'll get there one day. He would I'm not as cool as Larry. No one I've is. I've never been. <laughs> no one is. All right, so here's the deal, guys. 
The okay, involved Josh parties <laughs> began looking for answers. So these people that were all involved in this were like, what the fuck? Like, we can't be the only ones. Like, we're not... This is this is unreal. So in early 2006, the collaboration accumulated nearly two dozen documents dating between the 12th century. This is going back far. No folks, shit. And to present day, spanning four continents. In almost all cases, the stories were identical. So we're going to start here. These are all examples of people that have been impacted by the rake. Okay. Farmers. This is a suicide note Farmers. from This is a suicide note from 1964. Oh jeez. Oh. Quote. As I prepare to take my life, I feel it necessary to assuage any guilt or pain I have introduced through this act. It is not the fault of anyone under then other than him. For once I awoke and felt his presence, and once I awoke and saw his form, once again I awoke and heard his voice and looked into his eyes. I cannot sleep without fear of what I might next awake to experience. I can never wake. Goodbye. This was found in the same wooden box where two empty envelopes addressed to William and Rose and one loose personal letter with no envelope. It said, Dearest Linny, I have prayed for you. He spoke your name. So not only does this creature kind of latch onto people, but if he speaks your name, you're fucked. Game over. <laughs> so this is a journal entry translated from Spanish from 1880. I'm not going to do an accent to this. <laughs> because... Hey, Pablo. <laughs> I have experienced the greatest terror. I have experienced the greatest terror. I have experienced the greatest terror. I see his eyes when I... I see his eyes when I close mine. They are hollow. Black. They saw me and pierced me. His wet hand. I will not sleep. His voice. Uh, something about unintell- unintelligible. So it sounds like he just put like G G G W W D W T T T dollar sign dollar sign period period quote. Is this a story about the rake or a kid that slept at the Michael Jackson's house? Sorry, that was 1880. Michael Jackson was not 200 years old when he died. So according to a Mariner's log from 1960, or no. Not that. Sorry. Seattle a Mariners? Mariners? Uh, no. <laughs> a Mariner's log from 1691. He came to me in my sleep. <laughs> from the foot of my bed, I felt a sensation. <sighs> he took everything. I must return to jolly old England. We shall not return here again at the request of the rake. Unquote. So that's that guy. Damn. That was a sad pirate. Uh, now, from a witness in 2006. Oh, so quote, Fergie land. Three years ago, I had just returned from a trip from Niagara Falls with my family for the 4th of July. We were all very exhausted after a long day of driving, so my husband and I put the kids right to bed and called it a night. Yeah, bet they did. At about 4 a.m. <laughs> they're probably ready for a divorce. I know how those in trips are. In the butt, maybe. <laughs> maybe him with his finger. 
she just slept on the couch and watched Guiding Women or whatever. Guiding. Shit. I think you combined like four <laughs> television shows into one great show. You got to cross them all. You Guiding just... Women to General Hospital. <laughs> <laughs> this way, ma'am. Yep. She's she's a thirty something. At about four a.m., she woke up thinking her husband had gotten up to use the restroom. She used the moment to steal back the sheets, only to wake up in the wake him up in the process. She apologized and told him that she thought he got out of bed. When she, when he turned to face her, she gasped. I bought a dildo. <laughs> he pulled his feet up from the end of the bed so quickly his knee almost knocked her out. Whoa, Whoa he's really excited about that dildo. He then Orgasm. grabbed her and said nothing. <laughs> After adjusting the dark for half a second, I was able to see what was causing this reaction. At the foot of the bed, sitting and facing away from us, there was what appeared to be a naked man of a large hairless dog of some sort. Its body <laughs> position was disturbing and unnatural as if it had been hit by a car. Aww. For some reason, it it didn't frighten them, but more so made them concerned for the, the creature's condition. At this point, she was supp- somewhat under the assumption that they were supposed to help this this creature. The husband was peeing. Oh, I almost said peeing. <laughs> was, was peering over his arm and knee, tucked into the fetal position, occasionally glancing at her before returning to the creature. In a flurry of motion, the creature scrambled around the side of the bed and then crawled quickly in a flailing sort of motion right along the bed until it was less than a foot from the husband's face. The creature was completely silent for about 30 seconds, or probably closer to five. It just seemed like a while, just looking at her husband. The creature then placed its hand on his knee and ran into the hallway, leading to the kids' rooms. She screamed and ran for the light switch, planning to stop him before they would hurt the kids. When she got to the hallway, the light from the bedroom was enough to see it crouching and hunched over about 20 feet away. It turned around and looked at her, covered in blood. When she flipped the switch on the wall, she saw her daughter, Clara. The creature ran down the stairs while the husband and her rushed out to help the daughter. She was very she was very badly injured and spoke only once more in her short life. She said, he is the rake. The husband drove the car into the lake that night while on rushing the daughter to the hospital. They did not survive. Now, being of a small <laughs> now this being of a small town, news got around pretty quickly. The police were f- helpful at first, and the local newspaper took a lot of interest as well. However, the story was never published, and the local television news never followed up either. Now, this is where the creepy pasta kind of comes from. For several months, um, the son of the girl, Justin, stayed in a hotel with her near the parents' house. After they decided to return home, began looking for answers eventually locating a man in the next town over who had a similar story. He got in contact and began talking about their experiences. He knew of two other people in New York who had seen the rake. It took the four of them two solid years of hunting on the internet and writing letters to come up with a small collection of what they believed to be accounts of the rake. None of them gave any details, history, or follow-up. One journal had an entry involving the creature in its first three pages and never mentioned it again. A ship's log, which I mentioned about the rake there was the last entry in the log there however many instances where the creature's visit was one of a series of visits with the same person so it tends to like to frequent the same people now she had set up a digital recorder to 
um, near the bed and left it running every night and would tediously scan through the sounds rolling around in bed each day when she woke up. By the end of the second week, it became useful because she found something. Hmm. When playing the recording at eight times the normal speed, this took still took almost an hour every day. So there, I'm sorry. She played this recording on the first day of the third week and heard something different. It was a shrill voice. It was the rake. She can't listen to it. <laughs> Bad monkey. <laughs> and she won't listen. let anybody listen to it. All she knows is that she's heard it before and now believes that it spoke to her husband. She doesn't remember hearing anything at the time, but for some reason, the voice in the recorder immediately brings her to that moment mm. when the creature spoke to the husband. The thoughts that must have gone through her daughter's head makes her upset to this day. I've not seen the rake since he ruined my life, she said, but I know that he has been in my room while I slept. I know and I fear that one night I will wake up and see him staring at me. Let's take a break. Many ideas were thrown around, but this is the final description of the rake, and this is what they came up with. The rake is six foot tall, pale, skin, humanoid. Mostly crouches and walks on all four. Two eyes and a mouth that can slightly be seen, but it does open its mouth and whiten its eyes when provoked. Attacks when approached, and if it's not provoked or approached, it will just stare. There is no known origin of how the rake came to be or what exactly is it. And to tell you the truth, some things are just better left unknown. The race popularity is traced back to July 20 of 2006 when a user, Brian Somerville from Something Awful, made a story out of a personal blog about the crawling creature. This will be the first known story that involves the rake. In this story, it describes the rake being seen as early as the 12th century and documented for the first time in 1691. Many of the strange events that include the rake seems to happen mostly in the northeastern United States area. The story picked up on different websites including Creepypasta, YouTube, and many different artists have included their own version of what the rake looks like. With the race popularity booming, how could he not have his own video games? The rake might even have possible ties to none other than Slenderman himself. For example, YouTube channel Everman Hybrid added the rake into their Slenderman web series. There are some theories that the rake might even be a Slenderman proxy. Whatever the rake is, it's a creature that cannot be messed with. Those sharp claws can definitely do some damage. So if you see the rake staring right at you, run before it's too late. Ah! I'm sorry. Somebody you scared touched, the shit out of somebody me. Somebody touched me. With, <laughs> somebody touched me with a salad finger. I got that scared. It wasn't my finger. <laughs> Ooh, Do you it. really want to hurt me? A little bit. Do okay. you really want to make me cry? Guys, guys, guys. We are doing a cryptid, which you know what that means. Mm -mm. It means we have to ask ourselves a question. What if? What if cryptids did speed dating? All right, guys, guess what? I've got your cryptids all picked out so we don't do a bunch of floundering on the podcast. So, Larry, you're a melon head. Josh, you're Slender Man. April, you're going to be a leprechaun. Okay. And I will be Krampus. And we are going to start with Larry when he's ready. Everybody take a deep breath. <laughs> so, who's, oh, yeah. who's going to be my date? April. Okay. So leprechaun we'll speed dating with uh, with a, a a guy. I'll be that guy. Just we'll do a cross. Okay. Okay. So yeah, Josh will play my. We'll play a girl, and I am. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Got it. What's your occupation? Oh, I'm a gynecologist. <laughs> 
That sounds interesting. What do you do? I'm a shrink. A head doctor, if you will. Oh, if you're a shrink, why do you have such a big head? I need help myself. Oh, that's cute. So, what do you like to do on your off time? Sneeze. <laughs> time up. Yep. All right. Oh, Lordy. Oh. Hello. Yep. I'm sorry. I, I'm. I. My hearing aid is going out. I can't understand you. Oh, this is what it is. How old are you? I am seventy-eight years young. Oh, that's that's great. That's, you. You must be just floundering. Do you have a giant load in your mouth? Oh, I've got big fingers. They're solid fingers. No, I. Back in my day, we would put those we put those fingers to good use. We would have. I think I can take care. Of, I can't take care of you because I don't have a face. You see, back in the day, it would have been two in the pink and one in the stink. Time. <laughs> right. Let's right. just end that right there. April. What's up in the morning to you? Oh. <laughs> wow, a female leprechaun. Oh, you know what? Do you want to see my? My pot of gold? I I guess. I mean I'm I yes. Yes, what? I'm clueless. I'm sorry. That's why I speed date. Ryan clearly playing himself. Right. <laughs> well thank you. So what is it that to do? Well, I, I never thought I'd meet a red-haired Irish leprechaun. It's like the the I I I, I feel like I'm in Notre Dame or something. Oh, that's right. Well, if you just follow <laughs> the rainbow, you can come back to my place. Oh man, this is making me red in the face. Oh, I'm a happy boy all of a sudden. Thanks for speed dating. Not a problem. <laughs> all right, all right. So. Have you been a good girl or a bad girl? I don't know what you mean. Well, you see, I only come for the bad kids. Name's Krampus. Oh, well, in that case, I'm a very bad girl. Good, 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 good. I've got lots of pretty, pretty instruments for you. Lots of rapping. Mostly on my Johnson. You see, I've got a case of syphilis. Oh! (laughs) There's a bad elf. Oh, that's too bad. I'm glad you I'm glad to hear you're safe though. That means a lot to a girl like me. Well, I have to play it safe, sis. I come around this time and then I uh I waylay to a lot of boys and girls. Cuz a lot of kids are shitheads nowadays with the internet. Fuck them all. I Absolutely. Them. Exactly. I love you. Let's get married. Okay. Ho ho ho. <laughs> <laughs> you're my ho ho ho. And that's been your what if for the week, <laughs> especially when we're covering cryptids. We like to chime in with our with our friends that we visited. Good, I was glad that one didn't turn out to be a stinker. <laughs> hey, that's a good one. It was. Hey, hey, hey. Well, guess hey, what? Hey. guys. Oh, boy. Now, usually when we cover something, occasionally I find these articles that 
that will have comments to them. And sometimes we use Yahoo answers, but the the main article that I use, the creepypasta.wikia.com, I found a, a couple of comments I thought I would I would read to you guys, just so you have more faith in America as as we seem to We're gonna make need. America great again. Exactly. And here are your comments on the internet. According to Aurelio 06, he says, My friend saw the rake. He said he killed it. But because of all this stuff being said, I agree with Miguel 1958. It is probably some sort of evolved animal, but it probably does still exist. And my friend is 13, so I don't know if I trust him. It could be real. Could just be an animal. Just another secret of the world, I guess. Now... From Miguel 1958, who he spoke of. Everyone listen to what I have to say and think about it. I believe the rake is an animal that evolved or some sort of humanoid hybrid the government has created but hasn't told us about in order to keep the peace. If you think about it, it has to be an animal because there's no way one thing can be spotted in so many places around the world. And if you also think about it, the rake is mostly spotted in the forest, which could explain the animal thing. And another proof that maybe the government created this species in some documents. It says the rake spoke to people. So they know our native tongue, which would prove the government humanoid hybrid species theory. Okay, you 13 sh- year old shithead. Now that seems like a future episode, actually. Now that I think about it. Now, Ivania and Delion which is a very pretty commenter name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It actually sounds like a player in Final Fantasy or something. I, I first... totally sexually disappoint her. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I first heard about the rake today when the YouTuber Top 5 made a small documentary on the history of the rake. In this video, he mentioned the stories mentioned in the Wikia, as well as showing some videos in the sewer system in Liverpool, UK. Now, I wanted to mention that there's actually a lot of videos of people going into tubes underground and saying they've got footage of the rake. That's Mario. Oh, yeah, that's probably (laughs) it. It's like, it's me! And they're like, it's the rake! And they run out and he's like, slow it down! Drop my pastas! (laughs) I'm just saying. Leave Mario alone, goddammit. Anyway, apparently the last known sighting of the rake was in 2011, so if it does travel between places, it could be anywhere by now. You could also argue that it hibernates due to the long periods of times between sightings and how long it's been alive, if it's always the same creature. It really is something to think about. I'm always open to the idea that other creatures exist, but the thought of this one existing terrifies me. I may scare easy, but the concept of the rake rake is awful to think about. And our last comment here is from Estelle 12. Now, she's grading this cryptid because she just thinks I'm the judge, jury, and all the things. I'm just going to tell you what, what. I can just look at a cryptid and say two thumbs up or 10 out of 10 or one out of 10. You're a stinker, Loch Ness. <laughs> how, could you you treat an, how could you treat a fish that way? Make him at least treat fitty. I, I agree. This is one of those pastas. Now she's talking about the creepy pasta. Oh, not okay. That makes me think between fiction and reality. Could the rake really be real? Maybe not, or maybe it could be. It really depends on what you believe in. Like, is it even likely a tall, slender man who impales children on branches could exist? <laughs> Does this rake creature exist? There are videos that can prove it, and especially disturbing images. 
Overall, this pasta had me on edge. It is real, then the idea of something that like this existing as far back as 1964 is pretty cool. If it is fake, though, then we can agree it's a cool legend that would be better than better off fake, but not forgotten by anybody who knows it exists. The rake, I think, will always be a favorite for anybody like myself who believes in mystical beings that are less of the fairy and more of the demonic looking humanoid thing. Grade A, rank 9.5 out of 10. Excellent. Wow. Well, all right then. And that's been your comments from the internet. So, here we are. I would think we're all a little dry in the mouth because mm, we need yeah. a little hot mm. mouth right here. Mm, yeah. Mm. I think we need a little pop culture. It's time for the pop culture minute with Josh. Sonic, Sonic boom. boom. <laughs> <laughs> you have like those, six those, versions of this now. Those snorts are pretty Sonic. So, did you guys know? In 2014, or no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Backtrack, backtrack. How dare you? There was an Australian TV series called Rake, and it starred Richard Roxburgh as a womanizing, hard-drinking Sydney barista. And there's an American version. Sydney barista? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I'll make you not Australian accent. (laughs) I was going to say, what is this? Ramping up to... Uh, there Russian, was a <laughs> Russian Italian. <laughs> yeah, there was a 2014 version of the show made, but and it was canceled after one season. Uh, obviously, it doesn't really pertain, but you know, uh, we of course we're talking about night terrors and all that. Well, of course we got to bring up our good old friend, Mister Mister Fuerte Kugla. Yeah, I mean, as far as I mean, he's got the long fingers. Um, he ten he tends to to deal with the children's. I'm a huge fan of the Nightmare on Elm Street mm-hmm. series. In fact, the first movie that ever scared the shit out of me as a kid was the first Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't just sitting there going, oh, Johnny Depp, he's going to be a star. <laughs> I was like, this fucking Robert England crawled right out of the asshole of Satan in my nightmares. Yep. And he doesn't look friendly in the first... The first one's really scary, mm-hmm. and it holds up, and... Um, me, Josh, and April, since I've been going, like I said, through a bit of a change, I've been coming over quite Puberty? a bit more free. Yeah. Congratulations. Hi, guys. The other one dropped, guys. <laughs> Hi, my name is Ryan. One day I'll have sex. We'll see. So, I'm going to stick it in her butt. <laughs> so I've been coming over and we were watching. We watched Jason's seven. seven yep. They're on eight, which. No, we're on nine now. They're on nine, which I've seen multiple times. Mm-hmm. So I'll come back for Jason X, but we have talked about doing the Nightmare on Elm Street series because yep. it's fucking amazing. It's my yeah, favorite. Yeah, definitely. So anyway, there is Nightmare on Elm Street, but so I, segueing into a little bit more of the reality, there's a documentary that is on Netflix called The Nightmare, which we I think we brought up in the sleep paralysis episode. But basically what it is, is there's this great documentary about people, people who suffer from those late night terrors, and they describe different monsters that they dealt with. They all have like there's the man with the hat. He's got like the Indiana Jones hat, but it's not it's not sexy. There's nothing cool about it. It's not like not not like Harrison Ford in the 80s. So anyway, you should check out The Nightmare. It's a great documentary. It's it's kind of a pseudo documentary. It's not 
it's not like there's footage of it happening. They do a lot of recreations with some, which some people don't like, but that's good. And also I can recommend, I guess the boogeyman, which is uh, a creature that we all kind of know about and have dealt, have dealt with in different ways uh, from just growing up and hearing about the boogeyman, but he's kind of, that's kind of his asphyxiation. I mean, I guess you could call the uh, BTK killer, the boogeyman, but that's just the way it is. Like there's, there's all these mythological ideas of the boogeyman and the rate kind of falls into them. He's creepy as a hell. And um, if you guys can see the dance party that's going on, I think it's really going to segue into our next episode, but um, so anyway, that has been your pop culture. Which, you know what? We don't have a quiz today, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. Does anybody want to sit here and do a quiz on rakes? Yes. And hoes. Rakes and hoes. Rakes and hoes. Well, my new place, I'm not going to have to rake, so fuck raking. Yep. Nice. Yeah, I agree. Fuck Segway to the verdict. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, do we actually think that there might be a mythological creature out there? Some sort of an alien slash... <laughs> That was that was him. Her. I hope no. That was not, ladies and gentlemen. That was not a burp. I will not qualify that as a burp. That was a sound that I would have taken into a horror movie because it sounded like something unnatural. That was the rake. That was it. Uh, Oh yeah, that's not the rake. Ooh. (laughs) Whoa. Ryan just threatened to light me on fire with my love. Finally, it'd be hot. Okay. Guys, focus. I know everybody gets excited. Yes, I love this. Is my favorite part of the show because then I can pee soon. Okay, so (laughs) I will go first. (laughs) Conceited host goes first. No one was surprised. Oh, (laughs) Josh will go first. I pushed (laughs) off my responsibility. Uh, You know what? I. I don't believe it exists. I think what people are seeing out there in the woods, it's probably it because there was a picture that I saw where it looked like it was a almost like a like a hairless, deformed looking bear thing that was really skinny. Maybe it's seen some fights or something. I don't know. It looked like I don't know. It just looked like it was an animal. And of course, an animal is going to be crazed and it might stare at you. And it, if it has like rabies or something. It might run away from you because it's scared or it's going to attack your ass. So as far as the stories, I think it's all part of the creepy pasta. Some people have added some stuff to it. It's uh, stories to make your kids go to bed at night because they're being douchebags. So, yeah, it, it's, it's a neat story, though. I do like it. Yeah, I no, Nope. Nope. I think, yeah, like you said, I think it's a really great creepy pasta story. Um, I think it's super interesting and definitely scary but i don't know agreed it just uh, you know it's hard to go almost you're gonna have the toughest time because then everybody's already covered what i was going to say so i just gonna say agreed well i don't believe that there is a rake um i think They've they mentioned in a couple articles that he could be one of the main like we'll say like knights of Slenderman or like a 
uh, you know, in the in the in the story of the night scary people, the people who come in the night in the dark, and in the, the Freddy Kruegers of the world, the crypt, the Freddy Krueger cryptid category. Um, I think the rake is scary, um, and I think people are like we said. We had our scores really high. Um, normally, our scores kind of go up and down but this one particularly i mean it had at least a c average and um i think that shows like nightmares have a particular hold on all of our psyches Mm -hmm. and when it comes to creatures like this i mean if i saw something like that at the end of my bed i'd probably just shoot piss everywhere I, I, I'd lose control of my bowels. I might, you know, my dog would be like, what the fuck, dude? Why are you peeing on my head? Yeah. Like it, it just, I, it's bad. I don't believe it exists. I think there's enough. I mean, here's the thing. There's like 150,000 cases of people that think they're being gang stalked right now. Mm. And that's just like classic people being like, concerned that somebody's looking at them too much and then assuming the government is after them. Mm -hmm. There's not enough cases of people who've seen the rake that makes me think, oh no, this is a problem. We need to contact like higher authorities because I don't think anything at this point, you know, with mental health as it is in this country and around the world as it is, you know, there's not much we can do about what we see sometimes and sometimes maybe we're seeing our dog Maybe it looks like they're hairless. The moonlight's shining weird. There's, maybe it's the coffee table. Maybe it's the coffee. T- maybe it's the meth. Could be people, the meth. There's a lot of people in Florida, that, Florida that are having problems nowadays, and there's a lot of people around the world that are having problems with fucking heroin dosages they get from their doctors. There's things we see in the night, ladies and gentlemen. Sometimes I see little tiny lights when I, you know, the lights go off. You know, sometimes there's a flash of light. There was no flash of light. Maybe it's my brain just like refiring itself. Like somebody unplugged. Like the, having a neurological episode. Somebody <laughs> unplugged the computer from the wall and like plugged it back in. So everything's rebooting. I assume Ryan's brain is a constant blue screen of death. A little bit. No, it's that fuzzy channel. It's 3,000 miles past an oil change. It needs ah. a little fixing. So, do you so, think these, these nights of... Slender Man that you spoke of. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, here comes a bad pun. If they were to all get together and decide to go and do a show at night, would it be like the nights on Broadway? <laughs> I don't know if it's because I'm a dad and I don't I don't facilitate that joke, but <laughs> do you not like the Bee Gees? I do like the Bee Gees. Okay. But there is like maybe one fan who's not listening to this episode who would have agreed with that joke. <laughs> you know what? Josh, back of the bus. Okay, everybody. Round of plugs. Let's finish this bad beer off. Oh, am I starting off the plugs? Yes, we're yeah, going why backwards. Not? Yeah, yeah, it's never happened. Get the Mohawk of Truth. Just let it. The oh. Mohawk. Oh, I like it. Ephispodcast.net mm. if you like baseball history podcasts. Potty Slam Podcast. If you like wrestling history, we're on Facebook and Twitter and Podomatic. And of course, there's a video game podcast, Sift Joystick Podcast, that you can find on Facebook, boing, Twitter, boing, boing. and SoundCloud. Conspiracy Therapy is coming to a local area near you. If you're a Michigan fan, you should come see us in October at the Grand State Rapids Comic Con. So search Grand, Grand Rapids Comic Con, the date, the weekend. We're going to be there the whole time. We'll be walking around with shirts, handing out cards. We'll be kissing babies and waving to 
famous horror oh, icons. Oh, is that how you're supposed to do it? Because I've been kissing hands and shaking babies. Ooh, Switch uh, that. Yeah. Uh, oh. And we, we will be recording. So if you have a great story that you want to tell us, it could be on an episode. Yes, come find us. You're a fan. Or Larry might cut it up and just make fun of you. Yeah, that too. But that's the risk the, you got to take. You might make <laughs> the soundboard. Yep. So if you want to hit us up, conspiracytherapyshow at gmail.com. Tell us a story about a night that you had we'd love to read it on the show i think we've gotten some messages from people but we want to kind of compile them maybe we'll do like a listener episode where we can just talk about stuff that's going on for you guys but if you're not into that then hey hit us up on twitter at conspiracy t show when we drop an episode also check out beer city media which is our main hub where we drop stuff like us on facebook rate us on itunes it all helps it all helps it all helps and also we're on instagram but uh you know, but enough we're about almost us. up to a hundred followers on there, actually. Wow, wow, which seems like a lot, but I could just be old. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, anybody, that. anybody have anything they want to throw in there before this one hits the Larry Editing Studio Bay? How are you guys doing? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Stupid cat. Our producer cat, Chewy, just decided to jump right into Larry's audio. Right onto my mixer. (sighs) I'm surprised he didn't knock everything out. Oh, there's time. All right. Well, the rake episode (laughs) is the official R.A.P. Chewy episode. But anyway, we're we're pushing on. Josh? Maybe Chewy was the rake. And now uh, all of our problems are solved. Or the nightmare's just begun. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, all right, guys. Well, we'll see you next week on another episode of Conspiracy Therapy. Have a great week. Spend all your time waiting for that second chance for a break that will make it okay. There's always some reason to feel not good enough. And it's hard at the end of the day. Need some distraction, a oh, beautiful relief. Memories seep from my veins. They may be empty and weightless, and maybe I'll find some peace. of Beer City Media.